The following is a public service announcement from the Time Variance Authority. Do you find yourself constantly acting with mischievous intent? Have an affinity for gold and green? Does glorious purpose always elude you? If you answered yes to one or all of these questions, chances are you are a Loki variant. Do not be alarmed. The TVA is aware of your deviance and will be monitoring your movements at all times. Please be advised that two rogue Loki variants have started the Loki TV Talk podcast at LokiTVTalk.com and should be avoided at all cost. Do not subscribe to the Loki TV Talk podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do not follow Crew of Loki on Instagram. Do not tune in every Friday for episode reviews of Loki Season 2. Remember, the TVA is here to protect all of your time and you from yourself. This is Lorraine, a.k.a. Loki Variant, RVJM91. And this is Bo, a.k.a. Loki Variant, HTJM84. And we want you to check out the Loki TV Talk podcast. Join us every single Friday at LokiTVTalk.com and find your glorious purpose today. Welcome, everybody, to Level 74 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast, a podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of vidya. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most Wonder Rob, coming at you live on YouTube Live, but semi-live for anybody listening to it after the fact on YouTube, on your on Apple Podcasts, wherever. From Southern California and on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse, the Ariana Grande of our podcast, Vactor. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. And the Tay-Tay Swift of our pod, the always angry Jeff W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's really angry this morning. Oh, yeah. Usually he's he's just pretending. This morning we're getting the real deal. And I'm Beyonce. All the single babies. All the single babies. All the single babies. If you like a date, you should put a thing on it. If you like a date, you should put a thing on it. I don't know the words. I just know that's, that's how it true. goes. Thanks for joining us, everybody. If this is your first time listening, well, welcome. We appreciate you being here. Why don't you do us a personal favor? Hit subscribe wherever you're watching us on. Are you catching the YouTube live? Probably not. How many people are watching the YouTube live right now, Vector? Let's check the old numbers. We got zero viewers. All right. All right. <laughs> That's what we get for recording it on a Sunday morning. Woo. We're smart. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're watching the YouTube live after the fact, hit subscribe, or if you're wherever you're listening, just hit subscribe. We appreciate it. And while you're at it, leave us a nice five star review on your podcatcher of choice. We appreciate it. Check us out on TikTok, on Facebook Reels, on Instagram Reels, on YouTube, which I've said like five times already. Check us out in all the places. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We got a lot to talk about today. Jeff despite his anger, has been playing a lot of video games. We're going to get an update from Jeff W. on Counter-Strike 2. It's going to be fantastic. Trent got a new gaming PC. I've been playing some games, and we've got 
a lot of news to talk about. But first, our strategy guide section, our, our weekly question. Jeff, are you ready for this? If you, <laughs> Jeff, are you ready for this? If you <laughs> Here's the question. If you were the president of video games, what would be your first course of action? Jeff, if you were the president uh, of video games, Jeff, what would be your first course of action? Executive order, if you will. Hmm. Um, I'd put Mario on the PC, I think. <laughs> Maybe I know I'd put Zelda on the PC. That'd be Zelda my on course PC? of action. Yeah. Take that. Trent, that's what would a be the, video game. What, that would that's be, true. That's that a video game. Microsoft buying Nintendo, Jeff, which you were against, if you recall. Uh, I mean, Microsoft wouldn't have to do it. Nintendo would just need to put it out. You know what I mean? It's not like a, you know, a thing they have to do or whatever. Microsoft has to do it. What would be your first mod on Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Jeff? Uh, I would make an animation where Link kills himself with a gun. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jeff, taking it to the extreme. No, I put, uh, just like I put CJ in there. <laughs> I put CJ from San Andreas in there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> moving on. Factor, what would be your first act as president of video games? I would make all the games available on one streaming platform. So you just have to pay one price and you get all the games. Nice, I like that. Me, I would abolish card battle games. Abolished. Straight to prison. Dang. Card battle games. There really aren't any good ones. And for me, for me, I don't like any of them. Get them all out of my house, Jeff. I can't handle all these card battle games. <laughs> all right. What's your first act as president, listeners? Let us know in the comments on uh, wherever or not. I don't care. It's your life. Do whatever you want. All right. Good conversation, boys. <laughs> it certainly beats uh, what was last year's or not last year's last week's. What song would you murder somebody to? Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Only serious video game questions on this podcast. All right. Speaking of serious, there's one thing that is deadly serious each week without fail. It's the mere fact that Jeff W. is always DTF. What does that stand for, Trent? Down to talk fiction <laughs> and fun. DTFF? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a landmark show we're doing right now. One of our best... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right let's let's get into that we got a lot of news to talk about take it away factor tell us what's been going on well speaking of nintendo there's some new switch successor rumors which are boasting big games and big hardware boys uh everyone here has been a switch owner in the past we've probably owned multiple Nintendo systems consoles. Um, this is just the latest round in the Nintendo hardware cycle. Uh, there's some very interesting Switch successor rumors. We don't know if it's going to be called the Switch 2, the Switch Pro Max. We don't know at this point, but the next Switch 
is coming very soon, boys. Uh, what do you think about a little Far Cry 7, Jeff, on the Switch 2? A little 2D Donkey Kong, Rob, in development right now? And a 3D Mario, which is open world bleh, and jaw-dropping. Uh? How, is, how is a 2D Donkey Kong impressive? That's the <laughs> That's best the question. type of Why Donkey Kong. Why the fuck Kong? would this be in the news? No one cares. Yeah. About a 2D Donkey Kong. Donkey Jeff coming Kong in. Country. Jeff it, with the hard-hitting it, questions. This can run that game. <laughs> that, who gives a... Yeah. You don't need to fucking... Put that shit on the Switch. Put you, <laughs> before you fucking hold all these games, Nintendo, for the next shit. <laughs> the fucking 2D Donkey Kong. Shut the fuck up out of here. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody wants to play that shit. He's always angry. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it. We love it. I made a prediction way, way, way back. I don't know. Did we talk about Super Mario 3D Land on the Switch on this podcast? That might have been back in the old Geek So To Speak days. I think so. I don't think we did. If, as long as when they, I can recall. They put out Bowser's Fury, remember? And it oh, was, yeah, that was, yeah, that was not It us. was mostly open world, but not really. But it, mm-hmm. it was sort of an experiment, like a half open world where you had your little areas every time you would go to a different area of the map there'd be like eight objectives that popped up and then you would run to the other side and all of a sudden it'd be different themed and there'd be eight different objectives on that side of the map i remember talking uh with our our defunct co-host at the time that that would be my prediction for the next mario game based on this game, this little half mini game, this little nothing game that they put out, Bowser's Fury. And I just want to say, Vindication! <laughs> I called it. I like the idea of an open world Mario game. Uh, I know but, Factor doesn't for some reason. So, well, yeah, well, Factor's not going to play it. But the, the question is, like, what? So, is that not what Odyssey kind of is already? Like, what? I don't understand. I wouldn't like, call it open world per se, because Odyssey uh-huh. is the same the same idea as Super Mario sixty four or Super Mario Sunshine, uh, right. unless you want to call those open world. But I, those to me are like semi open world or or um, oh gosh, I can't think of a better way to describe it, but just like open areas, right? No, yeah, I like guess segmented. The, the, yeah, segmented. That's a good word. I guess the the real word that would be defining it is no loading screens right right that would be but you mean like i would call starfield open world and i run into a loading screen every two fucking minutes on that talking about pile of shit games um but <laughs> you love I, starfield jeff i do i do like it uh <laughs> i'm just angry uh today. Yes, angry uh, yes. but i just don't know like what is this gonna be like it's gonna be like like imagine yourself in Grand Theft Auto, and you're like, "Oh, look at this on the side of the road. There's some blocks that I can, I can, you know, I can uh, traverse this scaffolding in a Mario esque way." Like I, I don't know. I guess maybe you're right. Maybe the world is just bi- one big world, no loading screens. Um, I would be, it'd be weird to see Nintendo try to pull that off. But <clears throat> honestly, yeah, like, imagine... if it was me, I would take an Odyssey too. But you know, if they're gonna do this, I guess that's fine. But maybe it is Odyssey too, for all we know. They're just yeah. instead okay, keep of having in mind, to get in the ship, you know. Also, keep everywhere. in mind these are just rumors. None of these are confirmed. This is just a Nintendo insider giving us rumors. So well, we don't to be know fair, if any of these are coming up. If you've heard it, 
it's probably true. You know what I mean? That's how I take everything in life. If I heard it, probably true. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on. I guess not. All right. Never mind. <laughs> guess not. I was trying to think of everything I've heard that I could say was true, but I've got a bad memory. I don't even remember what we say on this podcast after it's done until I start making the shorts. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've right, heard that Spider Man 2 is going to be the game of the year. So it's true, Jeff. It's true. Yeah. Do you think Spider Man 2 is going to be game of the year over Legend of Zelda, over Starfield? Over Super Mario Wonder. Over Super Adventure Hand. I don't know, Factor. I think, uh, so I think, you know, you know Spider-Man's going to get a little bit of hype because it's going to also have recency bias once the uh, awards start rolling out. But I think when you actually break down, like, what the games did different. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you take anything but zelda for this year because i don't think anything was as so far i don't think anything's been as comprehensive and uh additional to the first game so like i i think spider-man more or less spider-man's gonna be pretty much like the last one i don't know if they're gonna add mechanics to that game that is going to make it you know tears of the kingdom they're superheroes esque they're not yeah. mechanic. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Well, you know what I'm saying. You, you know already know I'm you saying. can switch on the fly between characters. That's a new mechanic. That's brand new. Boring. We'll we'll see. And boing, you boing, can boing. fly now with web wings, Jeff. That's in, new. In a mere 19 days, Jeff. Trent called yeah, out of work. We're close. Trent requested yeah. a, vac- a vacation day. You know that is the one game he will finish. I am. That is the one I'm. That's the game that's going to get him back into video games. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Because Jeff still owes me for that game, so we're going to be playing it together. Me and Jeff, we're going to be splitting it. (laughs) It's going to be so good. How are you going to split a game? You're going to share the disc. We Uh, are. We share accounts. We have our PlayStation accounts are logged into each one's on the other console. That's yeah. weird. It's super weird. I'm looking at my PlayStation account right now, and I only see mine. I don't see Vactors. Yeah. I don't see Jeff. <laughs> hold on. Do? Maybe maybe it's different on my Steam. Oh, wait. <laughs> there's nothing there. <laughs> there's, there's only one thing you got to do, Rob. Hold on. I'm pulling it up now. It's all you got to do. All right. Vamp, no. Rob. I'm vamping. <laughs> Trent's pulling up his pants. All right. This there's only time, one. Man. There's only one thing that Rob has to do. What What were you asking for, Rob? I don't remember. You said that you wanted to have your PlayStation have the same account as us. There's only yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. you gotta do. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Jeff. We did it. I hope that comes across yeah, in the video feed played right, and in the audio feed. Otherwise, it's just going to seem like nothing. Bring me my money. <laughs> Someone tell him, bring me my money. You could see the wheels turning in Vector's face. He's like, oh boy, here we go. Let me just. We got it. YouTube. Uh, you, got, got you burned it. me. You burned me. Hey, is, there, is there anything? <laughs> I've been burned. Is there anything out about Far Cry Seven, by the way, or is this no. the only only rumor? <laughs> is this the only rumor that Far Cry Seven, good God, has to its name? Is that it's going to be on this next Switch? 
I don't really know. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So yeah, Far Cry Seven, not looking good. Let's just say that. <laughs> it just needs to be comparable to current, or excuse me, it just needs to be comparable to next gen consoles in order to be able to play that. True. But we all know Nintendo's history. So I'm not sure if Far Cry 7 will be a, a big performer on the Switch 2, but only time mm-hmm. will tell, boys. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, good, good conversation. Good talk. Everybody, we open also, world Mario. We also talked about being president of video games. Well, the Capcom president said the game prices are too low. Even during the recession, boys, that $10 increase from $60 to $70 it's just not enough. This this report is saying that the games are just too low because development costs are about a hundred times higher than the Famicom era. But software prices have not gone up that much, said Sujimoto. This is at the Tokyo Game Show. He was speaking uh, in September or earlier last week. He yeah. was speaking. Um, talking about Nintendo's massively successful 8-bit console from the 80s. Uh, he says, there was also a need to raise wages, considering the fact that wages are rising in the industry as a whole. I think as a unit, prices is a healthy option for business. Oh! Wow. Jesus. That wow. That's Japanese it. man doing <laughs> that's that. It. Not just for the audio only. That was not a yes, white Trent, guy doing that Trent voice. is half <laughs> Japanese. He is allowed... <laughs> <laughs> to do these things. If Jeff oh, Ryan did this, yeah. we'd be in so much trouble. Yeah, I did not do that. Why is so, he um, comparing 70? prices to the Nintendo? You know, the, the Nintendo they came out 40 years ago? <laughs> it's just so much more expensive now. Right. Can you believe it? In like the idea of, oh, well, wages are going up. Like, fucking what are you talking about? Wages aren't wages aren't going up. Rent's going up, bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> no one. This is this is the problem. Like, I think this is legit. Like, I think they're like you know they're stuck in like there's certain industries where like you know prices are expected to be like like I don't think anybody here is expecting a video game to be a hundred dollars. So I think you would probably want it to be. And I'm fine paying seventy dollars for a game too. Like I, I could I could you know swallow that pill, but. I mean, if you charge me $80 for a game, then it becomes very, like, choosy for me. It becomes a thing where I'm like, all right, well, I'm not just going to buy this on a whim because I want to play the game. You know, like, you're getting closer to $100. Like, this becomes an actual, like, thing I have to, you know, consider in my budgeting. Like, it's not, like, part of my... It's not part of my budget of, like, throwaway money for myself that I just have every month if you're going to keep raising these prices and bullshit on wages. The wages are not going up. That is, that is such a <laughs> crock of shit. Like, and I'm talking not maybe in Japan, maybe Japan cares about their people, but wages aren't going up. There's a rumor online, Jeff, that grand theft auto six is going to cost $150. <laughs> Would you pay $150 for grand theft auto six? Um, I would pay a hundred. I would pay a hundred. I think I would top out at like a hundred and twenty. I think. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I have it in me to pay over a hundred and twenty for a game, especially one where like I'm not. 
super into the online, but I definitely have to play the next Grand Theft Auto because it's just in my soul to play that. Um, but I don't, I don't, there's no, there's no fucking way I'm paying $150 to play a game. I'll just play something else, I think. What about it's you, like, Trent? Would you yeah. pay $150 for Grand Theft Auto? Not for Grand Theft Auto, but for Spider-Man 3. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> All right. You oh, heard it here. No. You heard it here first, Insomniac. Trent's just dying to give you his money. Right. Also, you know, for me, uh, and I was, and this kind of goes back to if you remember the uh, the leaked uh, Phil Spencer email about AAA devs. Like, all right, like games are becoming expensive. Well, then pull the marketing for, out of it. Like, do you have to market a video game on like Super Bowl Sunday or like Sunday Night Football? Like, pull those ads and pay your people more to make this game better. Like. I think, you know, they're complaining about it and like, yeah, sure, like some of these big games cost more, but like if you would just like get a hold of your advertising, you know, you, I think I can't, I can't remember what Phil Spencer was talking about, like hundreds of millions for some of these in, in ads. And it's like, I don't, it's, I don't think, I don't think gamers are going to, are watching Sunday night football for Far Cry 7, you know, like I just don't right. think it's like, I don't think it's needed for that game to be a success. So that's another thing here. Like, all right, like you're you're complaining about game prices, but you're wasting your money elsewhere. Like you're you you should tighten that budget. How many like did Minecraft like what Minecraft became? Do you think that be like that game started off because it had good advertising? Like, no, that's not how that's not how video games become popular and successful. That's not how Baldur's Gate did not become the game that it is right now. We're talking about a current you know, huge game on the consoles, on PC. That did that game did not become big because they put a, a Super Bowl Sunday ad on, or, you know, I keep saying Super Bowl, but, like, any, any, like, sporting event, any garbage ads, like, that happened because of, like, word of mouth, because of YouTube. Like, that is where your money is being wasted. And I don't know, I don't know if, you know, I think it's, like Phil Spencer said, it's kind of, like, ruin is the wrong word, but it's making this, like, huge change like impossible because i don't think these companies will get off of that advertising uh stuff that they're doing the problem with with this model is you look at hollywood and movies the big blockbuster movies versus the small independent movies in 2023 it's very difficult for any to get any of these studios to take a risk because the budgets are so big and the the reward the risk reward is like so skewed towards okay we can't lose any money because we put so much money into this if we lose money we're bankrupt instead of like okay we have all these smaller budget movies and we can take more risk we can have more creativity which is what the system used to be like i think the video games are going to get that way too if the video games are a hundred plus dollars and there's they're putting so much money into let's say call of duty or whatever it is and there's not going to be as much creativity there's not going to be as much uh freedom and i think that's where nintendo excels more more so than the other companies of trying something new trying something creative i think the independent games 
are the ones that are, are going to suffer creatively versus these bigger budget games as the prices increase. Like I said, we already have the movie industry to show us a model of that. Right. hundred percent. And that's, that's a great point too. Like not only like Baldur's Gate, but like, do, do you need any advertising for the latest Mario? Like truly, like you probably need some marketing dollars to like make the videos and make the trailers and do all that stuff. Just to know but, like, that it's out. You just, that's all you need. All you need is like, like minimal signage in a video and like put out some YouTube clips, some trailers, like put it up on the switch, like on your own platform, put a thing up that, Hey, this is out now. Like Nintendo is going to sell so many copies of any Mario Zelda game. And they don't like, I would love, I know it will never happen, but I would love to see them like strip an entire marketing budget on one of these games, except for like, Hey, put on the switch or put out one YouTube trailer. This is out here for then. Right. And like, you're gonna you're gonna sell like and I, and I know that, that every game can't be like that but a lot of these games could because all they're making is far cry 7 <laughs> call of duty 15 you know like these things are established so like fuck your stupid pay make me pay ten dollars extra like take your budget out of marketing i just don't think you need it for the record, I would pay $150 for Grand Theft Auto 6. You think you would? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it would be tough. I mean, you know, if that if they did some like the problem is 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 GTA Online. I did I played a little bit of it. You know, I got banned at one point on PC for cheating. Uh, what? Surprise, yeah. surprise. Uh, I'm back though. I can get back on right now. But uh I was giving Don't free worry, money back, away. <laughs> I was giving free money away is what I was doing. <laughs> I was dropping it on people's heads and they didn't like it. Um, and so I just, I, I don't know. I just don't think like, like GTA six would pull. I think people would pay it, but it would be, it'd be tough for me, but maybe you could make me, it, it would depend on how, how good it was. If it, I don't think I would pre-order that. Let's say that. I don't think I would pre-order. I think I would wait <laughs> for, uh, initial impressions it. yeah uh, i wouldn't pirate it i would wait for initial impressions i would need proof that this is uh what they're saying it is you know all right all right good talk well also kind of related to that everybody's getting fired in the video game industry epic games cut almost 900 jobs in the latest mass layoff the same day that sega announced major cuts at Creative Assembly, Epic confirmed that it was laying off 16% of its workforce, which is around 870 people. Uh, so this is just another of these uh, major layoffs in, uh, in 2023. Microsoft was planning to cut 10,000 jobs this year, including many at Xbox, uh, Blizzard, Unity, Relic, Amazon Games, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Striking Distance, and more, all laying off people. So they want, you know, these the games, the pricing for the games we want to rise, but we're going to have less workers, less people working on the games. I think the quality is going to suffer, Jeff. Hmm. Well... I would say to me the interest, the most interesting thing about the article that uh, I'm not sure which one, whichever one you put it in there. Uh, did you read Tim Sweeney's statement about it about Fortnite growth? What's that? With say? the basically, he's pointing out, you know, hey, like 
Fortnite is starting to grow again. Like they're continuing to get bigger, which sometimes, I mean, that bubble has to burst at some point. Um, there's, that's going to stop growing. I think this isn't world of Warcraft. I don't think we're looking at another 10 years of, uh, you know, uh, Fortnite stuff, but it was, it was interesting because he was, he said the growth is coming from pretty much the creator content, uh, being like basically licensed content, uh, and creator content. So the revenue sharing, like basically no one wants to play Fortnite because of Fortnite. They want to play it because the Ahsoka skin just came out or the Boba Fett skin just came out. And I mean, we have a person in here that does that, you know, that is literally what takes hey, him. Don't back call me out on this <laughs> for a yeah, couple of weeks. Right. And then he, and then he, you know, stops playing to me. I think it's, uh, I think it, it, that was the kind of the most interesting thing to me. I mean, obviously it sucks that these people lost their job, but like, you know, I mean, at some point the Fortnite bubble is going to burst. I mean, I don't think Epic can afford to hire 500 people that, you know, are making a, a Darth Vader skin, you know, um, essentially. Right. So, uh, that does suck though. I mean, it is, you know, it doesn't surprise me. Um, and it sucks that they probably don't have a union, you know, in this country. So rip RIP. I don't know. <laughs> rip RIP everybody. Also to be fair, Jeff likes to exaggerate. If the game wasn't fun, I wouldn't play it. Ahsoka and the skins are the motivating factor to get me to play it. But the game is fun. Jeff saying well, nobody plays Fortnite for Fortnite. Uh, there's a lot of people that play it just because Jeff doesn't play it. But the reason I get back into it is because I like to try out the new skins. But the game is not boring to me. I'm not playing a boring game. Mm -hmm. It's a fun game. Would you and, buy Would you buy regular Fortnite stuff, though, if that was not an option? Probably not, right? No, I wouldn't buy it. I would just play it and right. use the free stuff. But I would right. not pay for it. I wouldn't right. pay for Fortnite. So, so Fortnite would die. If not, not for necessarily because right? the battle pass, Jeff, and microtransactions, the battle pass of every whatever it is, couple months, you got to pay a certain amount just to keep keep on going and leveling up. I would still do that. So you'd still be having income coming in. Mm -hmm. But yeah, also but that's even, even the battle passes, though, they typically bury, you know, Rick and Morty behind that at the end. They've 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 the battle pass is built around licensed stuff, too. Right. More recently, yeah, but the battle pass on everything, all the games are going that way now. Like you look at Call of Duty, you look at all these, it's just part of the 2023 ecosystem on all these games. It's a natural evolution of the battle passes. Okay, let's add more incentive for people. Here's something like in Call of Duty just recently, Spawn. Here's we're going to give you the Spawn skin, we're going to give you the Nicki Minaj skin. Like, those are things that are just Shredder. attracting. Oh, yeah, the Shredder skin. Those are just things that are adding to it. But people are still playing Call of Duty for Call of Duty, right? Like, you're not just playing it just to get the Nicki Minaj skin. It's just like the cherry on the Sunday. See, Jeff, you eat the Sunday, but not for the cherry. You're not eating that Sunday for the cherry because you can just go buy cherries. You're eating it for the Sunday plus the cherry. So if you get a little bit of that, but I, I just, I just, what if, what if people aren't are only paying for the cherry though? Is all is all my point is I don't think people are paying for that Sunday. 
which is going to put the DQ out of business. You know what I mean? <laughs> Should we go further in this? Yeah. You want the chocolate syrup, Jeff? You want whipped creams? You see, the, the console is kind of like the cone. All right. Yeah. Also, on the same day. It's like day, the banana. It's like the banana. Well, speaking of the banana, on the, the same day. Part, on the banana? same day that they. Um, Announced those layoffs. He said, Epic speaking of the banana, right, brought was, back the share the wealth emoji, Jeff. You check the show notes. You'll see the uh, share the wealth banana on top of his throne. I'll put it. Actually, you know what? Let me share my screen here real quick. Uh, a little tone deaf on Epic's part, bringing back this on the same day as cutting the <laughs> firing wow. all those people. A rich yeah. banana. That's a little so, tough. That's the banana I was speaking of. But bananas are good. My son loves bananas. Kids love bananas, man. Kids got no taste. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Uh, something kids don't love is strikes. SAG-AFTRA members vote overwhelmingly to authorize strike against the video game industry. So yep, the yep. writer's strike just came to a close in Hollywood um, after I don't know how many months. I think they started in May. Yeah, And they just now came to a decision. We talked about it on a previous episode. Uh, but now the video game industry, boys, talking about video game strikes. Uh, the vote was 98.32% in favor of a strike against 10 of the major video game companies. Um, mm -hmm. your, your girl, Fran Drescher, who is president of SAG-AFTRA, it's time for the video game companies to stop playing games and get serious about reaching an agreement on this contract. Hold the on. Nanny. <laughs> Fran Drescher's on the pod. How did we get her? <laughs> Fran, so, we loved you in the nanny. <laughs> I wonder, I don't remember there being, you know, they had a writer strike in TV. In yeah. 2008. I remember that. You all remember that. TV oh, I and remember. Movies. I don't remember a video game strike. Like, when was the last video game strike? I can't think of it ever happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. This will be. Of course, don't quote me on that. I might be wrong, but I don't recall it ever happening. Yeah. Yeah. But they're talking about the same things that TV and movie uh, guys are talking about. The exploitative use of AI and lagging wages. For those who work in the video game industry, and we just talked about all these layoffs. So, man, boys, this hobby of ours that we enjoy so much is coming under fire. They're trying to take Boo! our games from us. You can't take our games. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I guess. I guess with that, it, so it's not officially a strike yet. They've just they now have the authorization to do it to vote right? on it. So. Um, so I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, you know, it's funny if you if you work for a union, <laughs> you are striking to get these COVID dollars that came in after all these years. Uh, so I actually, you know, while this sucks, I mean, I think it's you're going to see any 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 you know what are we talking about? UPS did it, you know, SAG for and the Writers Guild, like every single union is going to start to strike just so they because they're seeing all the returns that happened during covid so uh you know i obviously would support that so uh if yeah, these video game that, companies don't want to pay up fuck them is, is, is what be my mentality 
it's compensation for the inflation uh, period that the inflation growth that's happened and it's the AI issue. So they don't want to be like, all right, we're just going to go have AI write the next uncharted. And so we don't have to pay the writers. That's the same thing that the, like I said, TV and movie guys were, were striking against. Mm-hmm. So I, I find it interesting how quickly AI has become an issue in all these industries, all these uh, different places and how, like I said, how fast it happened. Cause it was like within the last year, I think AI really became a hot button topic mm-hmm. for all of this stuff. So this right. is going to be interesting. Well, Rob, I think what do you like, think? Or, yeah, I was, yeah, go ahead, Rob. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna... I mean, it makes, it makes perfect sense. I mean, you've got, you know, the, the mm-hmm. issue that actors were having within, um, uh, the movie world with the AI, you know, uh, for example, my wife, who is a SAG member, worked on Zack Snyder's Star Wars parody, whatever it's called. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's I not out yet. That. Yeah, but she she worked on that, um, and she had to. This wasn't her choice. She had to have her body scanned, her face scanned, and she was told that she is going to be put. Her likeness oh, wow. will be put in um, various scenes uh, if they make a video game on it. Uh, which they are, you know, Rebel uh, Moon. Which, yeah, Rebel Moon. That's it. Um, that she, her likeness can and might be used within the video game. Same when she was in um, Obi Wan. The exact same thing happened to her. They scanned her. They said, "Okay, you're par- you're part of Star Wars now, and we will be using your likeness uh, whenever we see fit." Now they may they might not actually do it, but it wasn't a choice. But if they do do it if they make you know obi-wan 2 and start sticking my wife in background scenes or if they make a rubble moon game and start sticking my wife in the background or making her an NPC or something like that she's not seen a penny of that so i can certainly appreciate where she's coming from and where these actors are coming from um so yeah i think it's warranted and i don't think it's it's greedy or uh out of left field or anything like that i think fair play is fair play yeah and I think, yeah, anything, any, like, content industry, I guess, it's kind of a gross way to, to describe it. But, you know, anything that, that puts stuff out like that, like, you know, like, when I scroll through TikTok, I don't know if you guys are down this algorithm on TikTok, but I get a lot of, of AI-generated, like, music. Like, so it'll be, like, uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin sings, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, I get those all the time. Uh, whatever the random song. Mr. Yeah, Krabs is singing Poker yeah. Face. <laughs> or I saw Stuff one like that was, yeah. I don't yes. get those. Yes, uh, Schwarzenegger singing uh, Whitney Houston, you know, yeah, things like that. I get that. those a lot. And, God, they are, like, they're, they're Pretty good, so right? good. Yeah, they're so <laughs> good that it's, like, disturbing. So, like, I think, I don't think anybody saw, I think kind of AI kind of, like, snuck up on everybody because once once it started hitting the social media is like you're like oh wow this thing is not this isn't a joke this isn't like some like the the you know this vector would say the future is now you i know. remember like in 2013 or whatever it was when they very first had that man i can't if i can't remember if it was nvidia or somebody came out and they said look we can clone somebody's voice and they showed it. They just demonstrated it. And I thought at that p- moment, I was like, what is stopping them from faking, you know, your voice that you committed a murder or something? Like, how would you, if you're in the court of law and, the, and they play this tape, 
Rob's like, yeah, I killed him. I killed him good. <laughs> I'm murdering oh, you case, right now. Case I'm closed. Guess Rob, what? You're, you're dead, going to jail. And I did this. <laughs> uh, right. Like, yeah. So, like, phone calls used to be, you could present a phone call in court, but, like, phone calls are probably going to go the way of, like, a lie detector test where, like, you can have it and it might help certain things, but you can't present it in court because it doesn't hold anything anymore because everybody... You know, right. if you've talked enough in public on a public speaking platform, you are clonable, you know, very easily, you know, by anybody. And I think it's going to get that way with video too. Like, oh, look, we've got you on tape of you doing this. And it's like, all right, that was CG. That was AI. Like to the point where you can't trust your eyes or your ears, then what can you trust? That's kind of a scary uh, premise and thought of what can you say is okay i know this is me 100 percent, just dna evidence right. um, so that was way back in 2013 or whenever that was like when that information came out i was like what and then it's just taken this long i think to kind of catch up but like i said within the last year like we started hearing about chat gpt and all of these ai things have become consumer grade where people can use it um any anyone can use it, I should say. So that's going to be very interesting as it progresses. Right. Something that Jeff will find interesting as it progresses is iPhone video games. And Jeff and I are having that new iPhone Pro, iPhone 15 Pro Max in our hands. Uh, we're going to be able to play all of these games. And Resident Evil 4, the remake is going to cost $60, Jeff. Now, there is going to be a free demo, which is the one I will be uh, downloading and playing. But everything I've been hearing is this is the exact port of the PlayStation 5 version of, of Resident Evil 4. Um, it's like the code is the exact same. So I'm interested to see how well it plays on the phone. Um, now, like I said, Jeff and I, are the ones that have the, this model of iPhone. So we'll be able to play it firsthand. I don't know if, if Rob will be able to, to download it on his phone. Or I you won't. have to have an iPhone. 15. I straight up won't download it. <laughs> Even oh. if I had the phone that could play it, I wouldn't download it because mm -hmm. I'm not going to want to play it on my phone. That's Ooh. just, oh, well, Ooh. do you have an iPad? Uh, yes. It says you can play it on, iPhone 15 Pro, iPhone 15 Pro Max, and iPads containing an M1 or later chip. So you can also play it on your iPad. I, I, mean, I wouldn't want to play it for a long period of time on my phone. But like right now, I have my MacBook plugged into my monitor. I would plug in my phone to my monitor and, and play it that way. And I would have a controller also. I wouldn't be playing it on the virtual thumbsticks, which I hate. So this will be interesting to uh, kick the tires on, Jeff. Would you, would you go the full $70 or $60? Or do you just want to play the demo, Jeff? Um, no, but I do want, I would like, uh, I would like to do, I would never play it on my phone screen. I'm like Rob, I would never, I don't think I'm interested in like sitting on my phone and doing it. I would like to see some of these combos that I've seen for the, uh, the new 15 of people using the USB-C port, you know, this Thunderbolt port, whatever they're going to, you know, the high-speed port. Um, 
I would like to hook it up to my TV and see how it plays. Like, is this like the Nintendo solution? Like you come up with a little more elegant of a solution, but maybe they're, they've finally tracked down a way to make these higher end games run. Um, so I'll probably download the demo just to look at it and like plug in a controller and just see how it plays. Uh, I think my real interest would be just to see, can I hook it up to my TV with a series of adapters <laughs> Uh, and play it on my TV without much of a headache, you know. Or so I, I would I, want to get eyes on it. I'm sure it's been done, but I want to. I yeah, want to see it. I've seen people that somehow got magically got codes already, but uh, the the actual public release is not until October 30th. So the end of this month, we'll get to see uh, Resident Evil Village on the iPhone and iPad. You can actually currently buy it for thirty dollars on the Mac. So if you're wanting to play it on Mac. It's half the price, and you can play it right now. Uh, they also have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 for $15. So I'm interested to see how this, like I said, just plays, because it's supposed to be the exact port of the PlayStation code. So I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. I wouldn't necessarily buy this game, but as I've told you boys before, my wife is a huge Assassin's Creed fan, and she wants to try out Mirage. So that would probably be the one. If I buy any of these games, it'll be Mirage. We're going to have to get your but, wife on the pod to review it. Yeah. I hope they have a demo of everything. Like, remember the days when they just had demos of every game on the Xbox Those Arcade? The days. <laughs> that Those the days. is what I want. I can play every single game and decide if I want to spend my full hard-earned money on it. Um, but that was that's the one that I'll be checking out, boys. All right, all right. That's the news. I good job, Vector. Good job on the news. It's time to move on to our let's play section. Talk about the games we've been playing this week, and boy, oh boy, do we got some stuff to talk about. First and foremost, it's time to get an update on Zelda Gate 2023. As you listeners recall, Jeff W made a promise several weeks ago that he would, in fact, beat Zelda. And Tears Jeff never makes a promise that he can't keep. And he said by next episode, uh, we're about five episodes past that. So I'm curious, uh, Jeff, is this the week you beat Tears of the King? No. My car got ran over. I could give a fuck about Zelda, uh, is how I feel. But you could be <laughs> playing Zelda. Shit about Zelda at while all. you're waiting for your car to get repaired. You could be playing Zelda. No. That's the beauty of the Switch. I wish. I wish. All right. So we'll check in next week on Zelda Gate 2023 to see if next week is the week Zelda. Or excuse me, next week's the week that Jeff finally makes good on his promise to beat <laughs> Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All right, so first thing I've got on my Let's Play list is Trent got a new gaming PC. Let's hear all about it, Trent. It's right there. It's a 1080 graphics card. It's It's got the works, so I put all the games on there. Fortnite, Call <laughs> of Duty, uh <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Fortnite. All the greats are on Fortnite. there. It's got Fortnite. That's the best games. More Fortnite. So we yeah. can we can play Ahsoka. And we can have Ahsoka dancing and doing the Dougie. That's the game I want to play, boys. <laughs> and doing the Cephas. I want to get Spawn uh, on my Call of Duty. So we're going to have some fun on the old PC. What was the first game you played? Was it Fortnite? The first game, I think, was uh, Super Adventure Hand. Oh! Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was incorrect. 
it was um Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight was the first game I played. But right. as as you saw behind the scenes, I had some issues where every time I pressed the A button, which is like the main button on most games, it would come up with an Xbox game bar um box and it was like do you want to turn on this this and this mm. and it made it playing impossible so i had to stop playing super adventure hand and then figure out what it was because it didn't say what that box was so after some googling i found out oh it's the xbox game pass bar or xbox game bar which i never use so i, I finally just turned that off and then that fixed my problem so that was <laughs> a headache for a second but i got that taken care of and then i could play my shovel knight in peace oh there you go we're proud of you we're happy that you're part of the pc gaming master race now you've joined us we well we we prepared jeff and i prepared a song <laughs> jeff take it away <laughs> i know jeff represents <laughs> no, the you, lollipop guild <laughs> you two are the singers in this group you have fun with that <laughs> All right, well, we're happy you're back, and we're looking forward to some video game reviews now that you got your PC back, Vactor. Shovel Knight is great. Oh, boy, yes, yes. This this eight-year-old game. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Well, I've been playing a game this week. It's called Super Adventure Hand. Super Adventure Hand is a game that I saw actually on TikTok. The developer, DevM Games. I'm not sure if the TikTok was from DevM Games or who I was really seeing it from, but it was coming up on my FYP for quite some time. And I was like, this game seems pretty good. And it is. Hmm. So Super Adventure Hand. Here's the description. Hands down, the most adventurous and handsome hand in the world. You play as a hand on a gripping hand venture where you single-handedly face dangerous obstacles and defeat a handful of evil feet, Jeff. Here's the premise. You're a hand, you're an arm. You're a you're a severed arm, Jeff, crawling around with your fingers and some stinky feet come get you and they knock your arm <laughs> off and now you're just a hand and you have to get <laughs> and now that you're just a hand you have to tackle several hand tacular levels to get from point A to point B ultimately what it is jeff it's a it's a little platformer um you are a hand of course and you are presented with several obstacles like Okay, I've got to get these keys over t- to uh, these keyholes <laughs> and put the keys in. I got to climb these chains. I got to climb these boxes. I got to climb mm-hmm. these chairs. Pretty much, uh, if you can imagine the hand from the Adams family, but that was a game, that's what this is. Jeff. Ooh, did you say defeat? F E E T? Yeah, defeat defeat these guys jeff now this this game's not bad i'm actually enjoying it i'm playing it on the steam deck and it's running very well on this steam deck it's almost a perfect fit i think it's also out on the switch if i'm not mistaken it's 12.99 on both switch and steam but ultimately what it is it's a platforming game i was you know getting a little excited about it a second ago but ultimately what it is it's a platforming game where you are tasked with getting from point A to point B with several obstacles that are getting in your way. 
um, you are given the opportunity to use bombs to blow up ice blocks. You are given the opportunity to fight against feet, which is fantastic. You have to jump from platform to platform, dodging fire, dodging all sorts of all sorts of goofetry. There are things about it that I like and things about it that I don't like. For for the most part, I really enjoy this game. But the things that sort of bother me about it, it is a physics-based platforming game. So sometimes you might find yourself jumping, you know, areas you didn't mean to jump. But other times, the platforming is really great. You ride little skateboards down these little hills. You've got to slide on ice blocks to get where you want to get. Um, one thing I really like about these games, or excuse me, one thing I really like about the levels in this game is that at the end of each level, you get a, um, what's the right way to put it? You get a leaderboard. So you get to see how fast you can, you beat these mm -hmm. levels compared to other players. And some levels I'm way at the bottom of the list. Sometimes I was way up at the top. But otherwise, it's a solid platforming game. It's only, how much is it on Steam right now? $12.99. It's only $12.99 on Steam. So this isn't a bad game at all for 13 bucks, uh, mm. especially if you've got nothing else to play. So I would give this game a, a full recommendation, boys. Yeah. And I think you know, you with the Steam Deck, it's any game that you can add to the library, you know, something that runs... It looks good, but also runs smoothly on uh, on the mobile platform. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it plays very well. Only a few oh, excuse me, only a few moments of frustration as I've been playing it. Mainly, probably user error. Me just jumping the wrong way, jumping on the wrong thing. Uh, mm -hmm. But mostly good times with this game. So I'm enjoying it. For for 13 bucks, it's a good purchase. Nice. That's what I've been playing. Nice, now, nice. Jeff, Jeff, a brand new game came out. I didn't even know this game was out. <laughs> All new. Tell us about it, Jeff. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been, uh, you know, it's funny you say that, Rob, because I also <laughs> did not know this game was out uh, entirely yet. Uh, and I was like, I opened up Steam the other day and I saw the uh you know the big header the the screen speaking of advertising a game you don't have to advertise you know just put it on the steam page and store page and uh there you go uh is counter strike 2 finally has officially come out um which is like a weird title for this game uh only because they kind of to imply two and you would think there'd only be one previous one not four previous uh right. counter strikes game or whatever uh if you could if you consider the different uh engines that it's run on um yeah i played a little bit of this uh yesterday actually and um yeah man it's it's fucking counter strike <laughs> uh i i will say it's essentially the same game i think maybe i'm a little disappointed i would i would just like to see them change it up and when i get in there you know I, I, I can enjoy a Counter-Strike game. I also like to go in there and mess around. Like, I like to play gun game to, you know, get a little better at shooting. So you kind of have, like, a casual game type, not this, like, super sweaty, you know, people are mad about somebody dying, uh, you know, kind of match. But um, I think it, it plays well. I think, it, you know, if anything, I think you guys should just, like, run around in it just to see 
basically what the Steam, you know, or Valve's engine is running at this point, um, whatever their, their their thing is called, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but they've redone the maps. The maps look, you know, a lot more colorful. Uh, Counter-Strike has been, I think, rightfully so criticized for being kind of uh, kind of bland, kind of like a, almost like a raw photo that's not edited, <laughs> you know, like it's, right. it just looks kind of meh overall even when they try to you know insert color into the game uh and and they pretty much fix that here like it is very very bright very uh colorful in the game in the scheme and it felt pretty much the same when i was playing it i played a handful of games last night um there's nothing that seems to be you know too crazy uh different i, I think the buy menus changed a little bit since the last time i played counter strike go uh but, you know, the the only other thing that I would say, I would say the only thing that's basically made me disappointed is just the lack of, of game types right now. Uh, if you're into super sweaty Counter-Strike only, uh, then I think, you know, you could probably jump in uh, and play it right away. Uh, but there's also, you know, I would love some more of the fun game types, gun game, uh, stuff like that. There's a, a couple other ones that I'm trying to remember, like, uh that you played uh deathmatch is there deathmatch is fun if you like to just run around and uh not worry about every single death and have it be as super sweaty but you know still people are gonna you know call you various names and whatnot but it's uh yeah it's pretty fun uh i think uh, every so often on there jeff (laughs) we're not gonna repeat them things that i am not (laughs) things that i'm not ironically you know which is crazy oh wow all right (laughs) Things that I am not. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Va- well, Vactor's got a gaming PC now. Yeah, now that he stole my my stuff. Yeah, now he can play it. All right, you heard it here first. Vactor <laughs> is going to be reviewing Counter Strike Two next week. Uh, Put it on the list. Counter Strike Gate from Vactor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing like Jeff and making promises that I can't keep. That ain't me. That ain't me. That's somebody else. But you are enjoying it. How much is Counter Strike Two? Is it free to play? Uh, yeah, it is free to play. Yeah, I believe so. I, you know, it's hard because I feel like I've bought the game before. (laughs) Like I said, I feel like I'm I'm hoping I'm not misleading, but I'm pretty sure you can free to play that game. I think they have, uh, you know, taken that uh, approach with all their stuff lately. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it is free to play. Yeah, sorry. Oh, maybe um, I'll give it a shot if it's free. Yeah, I, I think it's worth you know hop in there play play a deathmatch game. Don't get don't get too sweaty with the bombs. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Play play on my controller while everybody decimates me on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you. you know, you gotta learn at some point. Rob, get in. <laughs> not, get but in this now. isn't the time. This is not the point <laughs> where I will be learning. Thank you very much. But it is the point where we are going to wrap up this show. That's been another episode of the Sandbox Gamers for this week. Don't leave yet. I got to tell you something. Did you know our very own Vactor, the Vac Attack, as some people call him, has his own YouTube channel called the Vactorverse, where he's talking anything and everything comic book related. Tell him, Vactor. Oh, yeah. Everything comics with a little bit of Star Wars. And the little bit of Star Wars this week is the Ahsoka show. We talked about episode 7 out of 8, the penultimate episode of Ahsoka. Coming up this next week, uh, we have the 
last episode of Ahsoka on the same day as the first episode of Loki Season 2. So we got some comic books, we got some Star Wars. All the fun stuff is happening over on the Vactorverse, youtube.com slash Vactor. It's in the show notes, uh, or it isn't. I don't really know. It may or may not be there, but uh, all you got to do is Google Vactorverse on YouTube or, or wherever. You'll find it. Speaking of finding us, you can check out our link tree. It's linktree forward slash sandbox gamers podcast, and you can find us on all the usual places the TikToks, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the YouTube. We're sandbox gamers everywhere, except for TikTok. That one just is under my name, Wonder Rob, but you can find us everywhere. So don't forget to subscribe, follow, like, do all the things. And last but not least, GG, everybody. GG, 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 GG.